Well, welcome back to another episode of Black Girl Fly. I'm your girl, Tanisha Nicole. And I'm Tashana Dixon. And today we're going to be talking about the great resignation. <laughs> <laughs> doom, doom, doom. Doom, doom, doom. And so for those of you who do not know what that is, I just saw a news article. <laughs> I'm no expert. But apparently what's been going on in the COVID is that people have been leaving the job market in mass. Yeah. Right. And I think this is for many reasons, but primarily because people didn't really like their jobs. I think is <laughs> yes. the underlying point. Or they had burnout, right? Which which is a, you know, common topic, but there are so many reasons. I'm not going to dive into all of them. But I think it's started, been easier to, to do this in COVID. Mm-hmm. And we've been set up in an environment where you are kind of evaluating everything. I mean, you're mm-hmm. in your four walls and it's a, it's a lot of thinking time. <laughs> a lot of reflection. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, so what would you say to anyone thinking about, you know, resigning in, 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 in that position? Yeah, I mean... Well, based on this article, like there's so many jobs available. So if you were thinking about a career change, I think this is probably a really good time to be doing that. Like I would recommend a couple of things. Like if you're going to change careers, maybe, you know, while you're at home working your current job, you can be taking a course or getting some certifications on the side since you're at home anyways. And then like putting yourself out there on the market into the new career. I think this is the perfect time to yeah. make a transition And then too, like I that. think that the employment area has become more, I don't want to say global, mm-hmm. like you can literally work anywhere now. Yeah. Um, and so there's a lot more competition. competition. I think really it is an employee market, mm-hmm. um, which it hasn't been in a very long like, time. ever? Maybe? <laughs> yes. Ever? Where you demand what you want and you can get it because there's so much competition. And then they they were also like, well, we're getting out of this a little bit now, but they're competing with this unemployment stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, And so there was an option not to go. Unemployment benefits. And I think, too, I think that the employers don't realize that there is more competition with these contract roles and mm-hmm. and these uh like especially in in, in um i would say lower but in dollar ranges of the, i would say the lower end like anything under 25 dollars an hour mm-hmm. you're now your competition for employment are all of these contract roles that are opening right. up in these organizations like amazon and, and all of those mm-hmm. and, and so there's a lot more let's use this power to to kind of figure out what you want yeah to explore yeah and I, and I would even say i've also seen like an influx of people building their own side hustles mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. like they're like i did this for a company i might as well do this for myself yeah. right yeah. and i feel like there's totally a market especially if you are b to c business to customer mm-hmm. instagram is like your playground like i'm seeing so many influencers really get a foothold yep we're not even going to go into OnlyFans, but <laughs> like people are making money with the skills that they have yep. without a formal employer. And I think that's a huge shift in our market that hadn't been available. And I think that employers are just now starting to understand that and feel mm-hmm. it. But it's been growing for some time now. Yeah, it, it has slowly. Yeah. But I, I really think the pandemic like blew it up. Yes, like. yes, yes, definitely. So we talked about like, 
moving into something different and, and mm-hmm. not staying in a situation that you're not happy. But what would you tell the people who are experiencing burnout? Like mm-hmm. one thing that I experienced when I was, you know, working every day is that people think that you're more available. Yes, like, Lord. Yes, like Lord. they're calling you earlier. They're setting up more meetings. They're, yeah. you know, scheduling over your lunchtime. Right. Calling you later. Right. So right. what do you do in situations? Because people do in this COVID era believe mm-hmm. that they have more access to you. I mean, because they do. Like, <laughs> I mean, that's the problem. I really feel like there are no boundaries. Like that has been the worst part of COVID for mm-hmm. me is that our clients have no boundaries either. Yep. And because of that, the cadence of projects have picked up so much. So like constantly my teams are having to turn around and turn around stuff literally week after week. Whereas previously, because we were traveling, we could pace it based on our trips. And our trips would have been, you know, maybe once a month, once every six weeks, which is a reasonable amount of time to like turn something over. But now they're like, oh, let's meet next week. And we're like, oh crap, we need to synthesize everything that we heard today and present that to you again in a week. I was going to say, in addition to that, I do think that in my industry specifically, Mm -hmm. because of all the changes that happened, my clients have more work to try to Mm -hmm. get into this, like to to shift their business to account for the changes. So not only are they asking us for more time, but they're like, we got a lot of stuff to do because we didn't realize that the world has changed so much and we have to catch up. Yeah, they weren't prepared. Uh, Are you, I mean, you work in education i'm sure this is a big thing for you Uh, and even with the diversity and stuff the work that you do i mean i would say it was it was an issue like technology was a huge issue in the beginning of the pandemic Mm -hmm. like literally i was on a client trip to philadelphia the world shut down while i was there (laughs) and like the streets were empty, and I was trying to get a Philly cheesesteak. Like, <laughs> That's the important thing. Okay. The important part of the story. And, like, we had a whole schedule of meetings, and, like, everything got canceled, and I had to get a flight out, like, yeah. same day. It was absolutely insane. But, like, the world shut down, and it was shut down for, like, in that industry for, like, two to three, like, two months while people figured out what the heck was <clears throat> supposed to be going on. Um, but I would say education b- bounced back pretty quickly because they really had only one year in which they were affected. It was really the 2020 year that most people were remote. But now going into this school year that just started, people went back to school. Most people went back to school. So it was just a, a stopgap for them that yeah. one year. And I would say during that time, it exposed a lot of holes I was say, in the system. But, but even though people are, have gone back, you don't think there's been any like structural? No. Dis- oh God. <laughs> no. So this is the whole. I was gonna say problem. that's happening here. Okay. Like I was like, this is such a huge opportunity for institutions like education to transform themselves, mm-hmm. but. All they did was put on a Band-Aid while we were in COVID and ripped it right back off as soon as we could get back in school. Oh, yeah. I know that sucks. Because I was like, oh, for me, it just magnified the- The need the, to change. Yeah. Right? Well, well, not only that. Like, I mean, think about COVID. The reason mm-hmm. COVID spread so much is because we were disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, no, I'm serious, yeah, though. Like, I mean, it's like, like there were there were germs floating everywhere. Yeah. They just didn't make you yeah. sick to the point <laughs> that you could die. <laughs> Facts, but but facts. we should probably 
you know, yeah. not be in each other's faces, kind of spread out a little bit, clean stuff from every yeah. touch, you know. And the fact that you're saying specifically you're not seeing a big, you know, aha moment in education, it's kind of scary. It really isn't, like, I would say, I mean, cleanliness-wise, they're cleaning classrooms more. Yes, kids are spaced apart. But I would argue that that's not a good thing for kids, right? <laughs> These kids are going to be real strange when they get older. They're going to have some real, like, connection issues. <laughs> I'm like, you mean to tell me I can't hug you? Like, And for that, those kinds of messages to be ingrained in kids so young, I wonder yeah. how they're going to be able to process those types of things okay. later in life. That's a side note. But yeah, I would say education, I have yet to see it. There's been a huge influx in the in that space. There's called ESSER funding, which is, if y'all remember, No Child Left Behind. There was a yeah. huge influx of money that happened at that time. A same thing has happened now, or a similar thing has happened now. But this money is really focused on like what they call, quote unquote, like catch up or like learning loss, right? Okay. And so that means the learning that kids did not get in 2020, mm -hmm. the influx of money is supposed to help them catch up to where they're supposed to be. But there are so many issues with this. Like, I could literally rant about this forever, but I will spare y'all. But I'm mm -hmm. just saying, like, we haven't in education figured out how to leverage this as an opportunity. We've really just tried to go back to normal, yeah, our normal. status quo. Yeah. Okay, so with that being said, do you feel, to, to our topic, do you feel like there is more work? So it sounds like there's more work, but just because of the additional funds that were pushed in, not necessarily for I would say, yeah, that's true, but also a lot of folks have left. Okay. A lot of teachers were burnt out, and they had left. Number one, because the pay wasn't good enough. And for people who tried to be teachers and parents... I was going to say... <laughs> Teachers should be having a hookup now because oh, I know a lot of parents who were like, this stuff is hard yeah. and apparently the schools aren't that great. Let me go hire a good teacher. Yeah. And if you can get a, two students together, it was worth it. To do it on your own. To do it on your but own, But the yeah. problem was you actually can't work for a school and do that. Yeah, no, no, I'm saying time. that the teachers had to leave in exactly, order to do to that. Exactly, to, <laughs> to experience the benefits yes. of their job, which yeah. is ridiculous. Yeah. And so, yeah, so for teachers who were basically, you know, feeling what parents have felt for this last year, like they worked through the summer, most of them, mm -hmm. and then they're expected to continue working in the school year. They're like, nah, <laughs> nah I'm out. Yeah. And so there's a huge like loss in workforce there in the education space. So that's why there's also kind of more work in addition to that funding that you talked about. Okay. But I would say, I mean, if we think about just this time as an opportunity, we've talked about burnout, we've talked about, you know, transitioning in careers. I just know a lot of people right now who are just taking a break also. <laughs> okay. They're like, I don't need to work. <laughs> and I think it's because something Tashonda and I were talking about the other day is that they've built up their savings during this time where they can just coast for a little bit. Their yeah. expenses are super low and they I mean, have savings. Yeah, in the bank. So, so what we were talking about is the fact that for people who didn't have to go to work and people who had children in, in the child care centers were, were closed down, right. you didn't have to, you didn't have your 
daily eating out expense. <laughs> you didn't have your clothing allowance to make right. sure that you, you know, look good going to work. You didn't have your your hair and your nails that you normally get done. Right. You, you really, and then childcare and childcare is a huge expense. You didn't have to pay mm-hmm. for daycare. And then even through the end of 2021, you were getting a childcare credit, which right. was more money right. than you know, that you would normally get at tax time, but you were getting it throughout the year. So Not to mention, a lot of people moved back home, so oh, yeah, they weren't no, no. paying rent. Yeah, no. Well, I, and <laughs> like, then people who, I thought a lot of people who were single actually mm-hmm. decided it wasn't cool being single. Right. So like my neighbor, uh, mm-hmm. she had her sister move, move in, in with her. Yeah. And so her sister actually had her own house before and they lived separately, but she was like, I'm lonely mm-hmm. and I got all these rooms. Yeah. <laughs> and she was like, why don't you, we come together and I'll rent out my house. And so they moved in together and they're saving money because yeah. less expense. And so I'm like, Lots have changed in the expenses front where people can just take a legitimate from break. Mm-hmm. I mean, a legitimate break from work. And so that's also what I'm seeing happen here. And so I would say to anybody who's thinking about the break, I would say explore the opportunities that are out there and see which might be best for you. And you might be able to do a couple of them, right? You might be able to take a break and like change your career at the same time. Yep. No, I think that's cool. And I think it's a perfect time. I think everything that we've experienced, it's just going to get greater. Yeah. We talked about this before, but COVID didn't introduce anything new. It just exposed Exposed what was already there. And so I don't think we're going to have a change back. I think Mm -hmm. that employers have found that you can do a lot more work from home mm-hmm. and that that's going to create a more global workforce with more opportunities and, and more employees. Some employee employers have focus. accepted this. I, I, yes, I'm, <laughs> no. I'm not saying all, but some have more than who yeah. did prior to COVID. Right, right. And then, you know, this change and I can work for myself. Mm-hmm. I, can, I can do side hustles. I can, I can do all that. And then also, <laughs> I'm going to say for me, more respect to the teachers out there. Right. I think that that's a huge part of our workforce that mm-hmm. are uh, probably going to have more options yes. uh, moving forward. Yes. So there's just, there's a lot of things that have changed. So this is a perfect opportunity. Yeah. And I, I think what you said is important. It's like, We can act like things are going to go back to the way they were, like education. (laughs) But the reality is everything has changed. And so I'm just like, why not let us all leverage this as an opportunity to direct the change that we want to see? Yeah. And I was going to (laughs) say... People can go back and act like nothing has changed. Those are the people who are going to be behind. Exactly. Because... Other people have realized and are taking in consideration the changes and, mm-hmm. and you know, being profitable from, from making those decisions to change with it. Yeah. Yeah. Not to be morbid or anything, but there's this quote that says, change or die. I'm like... <laughs> I wasn't going to go there. I feel like that's I was kind of riding on the edge there. I wasn't going to go there. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Until next time, y'all, because I'm getting out of control. (laughs) I'm your girl, Tanisha Nicole. And I'm Chana Dixon. And and we we are Black Girl Fly. Fly.